Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Strix race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now we're on the uncommon races. Strix, Christian, what, what immediately separates these guys from the rest of the pack is that this is a player race that starts out with wings, an ability, innate racial ability to fly. They balance this out by giving them a crippling flavor RP roleplay drawback that we'll see shortly. But long story short, them and humans don't get along whatsoever. And there's one way to, or there's one race you don't want to be on the bad side of. It's probably the one that's in 90% of settlements. They didn't actually give us much of a physical description, uh, aside from the fact that their skin is black. So we'll have to go through the picture they give us here, which is sort of uh, spotted a little bit. And they've got these also black, bluish, feathery wings and light-colored hair and long, ooh, even even bigger ears than the elves, Christian. Yeah, they're not they're not anthropomorphs. They're like humanoid for the most part. They just happen to have like this onyx skin and wings coming out of their backs and like toe claws instead of a feet. Sort of like um, I don't know, like the beast from Beauty and the Beast sort of feet. Not knees though. The knees are kind of like human. Uh, this is actually very curious to me that they wouldn't put the description. Most things you have to sort of base on the description and the picture kind of helps. This is mostly on the picture. Is this our only, uh, aside from obviously dark elves and dark um, dwarves, which were not called dark dwarves, they were called Durgar. Is this the only dark-skinned race we have? I mean, gnomes can be shades of, are darker shades of colors. Um, did you say orcs? I, I would consider orcs. They're green. I guess my question is, can the races have multiple colors? Like humans, obviously, we can have white and black and everything in between. Is is that the same with all the races? I never really considered that till just now. I feel like cat folk. I figured different patterns, but this is like, no, you're going to be a black skinned if you're if you're a uh, Strix or if you're a Drow. Yeah, um, orcs can be different shades of gray and green. Um, they can get dark enough green where they almost appear black. Gnomes can be any color of the rainbow. Um, I think elves can be shades of green, but don't quote me on that because I always mix up my elven lore. Well, no choice for you here. You got to be dark skinned. I actually kind of like they have just a, a short little paragraph. I'm not going to read, but I do like what they have here. It's it's the two sides, uh, two pers perspectives of their conflict with humans. Humans are like, oh, they're vicious animals. And these guys are like, oh, they humans have been invading our territory for generations and we have dwindling numbers. Interesting little little back and forth there. Strix are adults at 12 years old, middle-aged at 20, old at 30, and venerable at 40, and can live up to 60 years old. So a pretty young race. Yeah. I think the youngest medium-sized race we've seen, maybe yep. other than orcs. Them and Gripley's going to have some fun, living <laughs> in the same age. Uh, Half-orcs, excuse me. I think orcs live longer than half-orcs. Can be between 5 foot 6 inches and 6 foot 8 inches, and weigh between 135 and 205 pounds. So they're pretty big. Strix are swift and elusive, but tend to be stubborn and swift to anger. They get a plus two dex and a minus two charisma. I think the first time we've ever seen just a plus and a minus for a yeah. net zero. Interesting. I guess you gotta balance out the wings, and so they can try to do it in a bunch of different ways. Strix are humanoids with the Strix subtype. I guess we didn't mention that the wings are feathered. These are not like bat wings. They are medium creatures. They have a base speed of 30 feet on land. They also have a fly speed of 60 feet average. Uh, average fly speed means that they have no penalties or bonuses associated with making um, difficult fly checks, such as hovering or taking 90 degree turns or something like that. 
Which is interesting because I was I, I immediately thought the way they're going to balance this they'll give you poor maneuverability, but no, it's average. So we we got to be seeing some uh, ways to balance this out. They begin play speaking Strix, and if they have a high intelligence score, they can choose between Orin, Common, Draconic, Giant, Gnome, Goblin, and Infernal. So one of the few races that do not start with Common, you have to either have a high intelligence score to pick Common, or at some point put a point in linguistics to speak Common, or just be a jerk and just don't. And interact with the rest of the party. Yeah, you got to have a very good player, and matter of fact, good group entirely, and GM to really pull that kind of thing off. Strix are nocturnal. Uh, I don't know if that's literal, but it's a racial trait. They get a plus two racial bonus on perception and stealth checks in dim light or darkness. They're suspicious. They receive a plus two racial bonus on saving throws against illusion spells and effects. They have the hatred offensive trait. Strix receive a plus one racial bonus on attack rolls against humanoid creatures with the human subtype. They have dark vision. They can see perfectly in the dark up to 60 feet. And for some strange reason, they also have low light vision, which allows them to see twice as far as humans and conditions of dim light. I never understood having both of them. As far as I can tell, it confers no actual bonus unless you somehow lose your dark vision. I think we discussed this in a previous episode. It had something to do with black and white and color. Oh, yeah. You can sometimes see color more often. A very, the color thing is a very hard thing to play up and make meaningful. Sure. Well, Christian, so far, just based on their stats, the only thing I'm seeing really balance the fact that they can fly is that they only get a plus two to one racial score. I think the biggest drawback they have is the flavor one in that humans are terrified of them. I, I, I think that actually makes this a very difficult race to play. Like I think that was their main attempt at balancing having a fly speed. Hmm. Which is interesting because if you're homebrewing, like I don't, I can't, I can't say half the population, but I assume at least half the people homebrew. Uh, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So just looking at the stats, all I'm seeing is is you only get a plus one to one score, a plus two to one score. Yeah, the rest of their traits are actually pretty good. Uh, perception bonuses, uh, racial bonus against humans. Like humans aren't an uncommon enemy to face. I would say in most campaigns, so that's actually going to play a bigger role than say the gnomes' hatred ability against giants. Well, they have some alternate racial traits. Let's see what those do. I would like. I, I'm going to guess. Here's what I'm guessing. Here, I haven't even looked at them. I'm going to guess there's going to be one that's going to make your flying better and one that's going to make your flying worse. It's a bold prediction. Let's start off with the Day Guard. Familiar with watching over its tribe during the day, the Strix gains a plus two racial bonus on perception checks and treats perception as a class skill. This replaces Nocturnal. Um, pretty good. I like this. That it's 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 fair to trade with Nocturnal. That's insanely good. If you're a class without a perception as a class skill, you'd probably take this immediately because the plus three is going to be better than the plus two you get from Nocturnal. That seems incredibly strong. Good flexibility. If you do already have it as a class skill, stick with the other one so you can get that stealth check. Strix have the alternate racial trait Frightening. The Strix looks particularly menacing and use this to its advantage, gaining a plus two racial bonus on Intimidate checks. This also replaces Nocturnal. Another thing playing into the, the, the these fearsome looking creatures. Like, I think the fact that they are, like, this onyx color is not a coincidence. Like, if they were a happy yellow or something, I think people would be a lot less afraid of them. But they're these dark, shadowy figures flying through the skies with claws. It's kind of making me think of, uh, but it kind of makes sense. Like, at dark, if you're you're dark colors, like, I'm going to be hiding in the dark all the time. I just kind of now seeing why they're putting that theme in here. Um, This is kind of, to me, sort of like, I want to play a harpy race, but kind of removing the uh, sort of siren song from it. They can have nimble. The Strix, 
Strix is a difficult word to say. <laughs> the Strix receives a plus one racial bonus on reflex saves. This replaces the suspicious racial trait. I would probably actually do that one. The Strix sounds like a Dr. Seuss character of some kind. <laughs> uh, very similar to Nimble, they can be tough. The Strix receives a plus one racial bonus on fortitude saves. This also replaces suspicious. Strong, but incredibly boring, unflavored abilities. Yeah. I'm kind of happy they don't. They both replace the same thing. Otherwise, you could just be like, I'm just going to get plus one to both of these things, yeah. which would kind of be a, a sort of automatic pick. It, it, would, it would incentivize you against roleplay. Um, interesting. I don't know why they have these here. Maybe it's just kind of help out that you're only going to get a plus two to dex and nothing else. And then they have wing clipped. The flight of wing clipped Strix is weaker than normal. Whether from deformity or injury, their fly speed is 20 feet poor instead of the normal fly speed, and they must make a DC 30 fly check to fly upward. Ostracized by their tribes and forced to deal with other races, these Strix compensate for the weakness by gaining a plus two racial bonus on bluff, climb, and diplomacy checks. If ever you decided you wanted to be this race, but the flying wasn't really a big deal for you, I guess this would make sense. It seems like to me the big attractor of this race is the fact that I've got super cool weather uh, feather wings. I like the trade-off, though. I think that's a, probably the most flavorful thing we've seen so far in this class. Or race, excuse me. They've got favorite class options for the Barbarian, the Fighter, the Monk, and the Ranger. And two of those are unique to it. Why don't you talk to us about that? For every level you take in Fighter as a Strix, you can add plus one force to the attack roll bonus from your Hatred Racial trait. So every four levels, you increase your attack roll against humans by one. Not super strong, but a unique one. Also, the Ranger is unique. When you use your um, Hunter's Bond ability to share your favorite enemy bonus with your allies... Uh, every time you take this favorite class option, you add one half to the duration, uh, the number of rounds of that duration. So every two levels, you're increasing the round by one. This one I find really interesting because the number of rounds your um, conferred bonus lasts on your allies is equal to your wisdom modifier. So this allows you to select that and have a very low wisdom modifier, but still have it last an adequate amount of time. They have an archetype, Airborne Ambusher, for the fighter. And I actually want to mention one thing real quick about this. This is actually, when I would think of what kind of archetype would I want these guys, I would want something for the fighter. That's pretty cool. However, uh, one of their things is that you get to add fly to your list of class skills and remove climb from your list of class skills. And we had an email not too long ago that told us if you have a fly speed, you automatically get fly as a class skill. So that makes this redundant, and I'm just straight up losing climb. Womp womp. Not that I really care too much about it, given that most of the time I'll be able to climb. But what is cool about this is it allows you to take some of those feats that you would take already. It kind of just gives it to you um, automatically, which is cool. The fly sort of feats. So speaking of feats, they get a feat. The stretched wings. Tell us about that, Christian. It's an... They technically get no feats, because to take this feat, you need to have the wing-clipped racial trait. So they don't, like, if you don't take the wing-clipped racial trait, there are no strix feats for you to take. But if you have the wing-clipped alternate racial trait, and you have skill focus fly, and you have 13 strength, you can take stretched wings. You strengthen your crippled wings. Your strix racial fly speed increases to 60 feet average. You ignore the wing-clipped traits fly check requirement to fly upward. I think this is the first time we've ever seen a feat that just straight up negates a penalty you have for something. Yeah, uh, interesting. So kind of another way you can look at this is that the feat says you can get you get a plus two racial bonus on bluff climate diplomacy checks. Would you take that feat? You also have to take skill focus fly. 
Um, so you're technically losing two feats for that. Because I would say yes immediately, but um, skill focus fly. It's another feat to dump for it. I'm going to say... And I'm already doing pretty good with my flies, I'm sure, if I'm just putting points in it every every level up. Yeah, I'm, I'm not super happy with it. I like the idea of a player character, like, you know, role-playing this and getting rewarded for that with something like this. I think that'd be a really cool moment. I think that'd be a really cool, like, arc for a character. Um, but two feats, man. It's a lot. It's a lot of feats. They have a piece of equipment called the Snag Net. It costs 30 gold, and it works like a typical net, except that it allows you to make a trip maneuver as well. Uh, it has like a, a sort of rope tailing it that you can grab and pull and try to knock the person over. The Strix have one magic item. It is the Stone Mist Cloak. This takes up the shoulder slot and is 3,500 gold. In rockier mountainous areas, when this stone gray cloak is worn with the hood drawn up around the head, the wearer gains a plus 5 confidence bonus on stealth checks. Once per day, the wearer can create an area of fog equivalent to obscuring mist. That's okay. No, it's not. It's not okay? For just 2,500 gold, for 1,000 gold less, you can get the Cloak of Elvenkind, which confers a plus 5 confidence bonus to stealth checks 100% of the time instead of just in mountainous areas. So you're really paying the difference for the Obscuring Mist ability, which I feel isn't worth 1,000 gold, but it depends on what you're getting the Cloak for. If you're getting it for the stealth checks, probably want to get the Cloak of Elvenkind. If you really want the Obscuring Mist, though, you, you want to get the other one, obviously. And they have a spell, Strong Wings. The target's wings grow more powerful, causing its fly speed to increase by 10 feet and its maneuverability to improve by one category to a maximum of good. This increase counts as enhancement bonus. The spell has no effect on wingless creatures or winged creatures that cannot fly. And this lasts a minute per level. It's a level 1 druid ranger and sorcerer wizard and witch spell. Yeah, take that chickens and penguins. <laughs> That's, it sounds like a, I'm glad it's a level one spell because you can just do fun things like with a chicken and yada yada. No, you can't because they can't fly. Oh, because they cannot fly. Ooh, interesting. That's, uh, then why would you want it? <laughs> exactly. They don't deserve it. This falcon can dive even faster. <laughs> I guess really there's not a lot to use that on, huh? Yeah, plus 10 is not a lot of feet when you aren't going. S- they're, re- they're really excited about helping you get over your wing clipped alternate racial trait that you might not even pick. <laughs> Well, Christian, that's the Strix. How do you feel about them? Honestly, they're kind of boring. There's not a lot of flavor to be had here. Um, they try to balance them out with my least favorite thing, and it's xenophobia and like kind of like racism against the Strix, which is like the least interesting thing to do, which I've talked about before, where it's like you enter the city, everyone's like, oh, it's a monstrous creature. We got to deal with this every time you walk into a city. I w- I- <laughs> What's that, Christian? The black-skinned creature in Pathfinder has problems with racism versus the humans? <laughs> Weird. Weird. I guess this really is a world of fantasy. It's <laughs> so much unlike our own. This escaped... I need this for escapism. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know, like I said, like, I'm someone that really likes flavor. Like, I'm not a huge... I am a huge mechanics guy, but the mechanics aren't interesting. Like, yeah, a fly speed is great, but uh, there's... You could do the most boring stuff with Strix, like... Make a character that flies and shoots arrows and just, like, immediately fall asleep when combat starts because you do the exact same thing every time. Flight is incredibly powerful, and I would have preferred it to put it on something that's mechanically weak, which this is not mechanically weak, it's just mechanically boring, or something with a lot of flavor, and this is just neither to me. 
Yeah, I agree. It, I, I want to echo what you're saying. I, it feels very one note or maybe even two note because they're trying to fit that, you know, uh, sort of nocturnal flavor, which I think they hit pretty well. Um, and, I, and I think like that one thing, like the nocturnal is the most flavorful, in my opinion, of their uh, of their traits, obviously, aside from the flying, because that gives me something to role play with. Like during the day, I'm a little bit sluggish and I'm like, ugh, why do you freaking daywalkers like this? This is the worst. This is literally the worst. And like, I have my wings covering my face the whole time, like a little like a like like a giant hat. Just like, no, please stop, son. I hate you. Uh, I like that. Uh, and, I, and I would really pick this guy. Just for flying, though. Everything else is just very generic and bland and, like you said, uninteresting, but it's super adequate. And it's like, okay, I'll take the plus one bonus on stuff and yada yada. And I'm even taking the ultimate mission traits to just make it just a plus one bonus on my fortitude save. And I'll just go about my day uh, and just really picking this for the wings. If you're a power gamer, though, you can have a field day. Uh, be a fighter with flying and take the many shot and become an archer and just fly up in the air and full round action people all day or just be any spellcaster that doesn't rely on charisma. You can fly up in the air and cast save or suck spells all day. It doesn't nothing stopping you. Right, which is something like wizards and stuff can do later on. You're just getting it from level one. And you don't have to spend any spells on it. Like having to spend a level three spell slot to cast fly on yourself at level five, you, you can already do that. You can save your level five. You, you can right. save your level three spell slots for more fireballs that you can cast from above. Or save your gold for a boots levitation or whatever. I will say, though, I really do like the art, and that kind of pushes me one more step towards uh, playing them. I think they look really cool. I don't know who decided to make the ears look like that, but that's a win in my book. I will say, you know, one thing actually seems kind of strong with them that you kind of brought up was their hatred towards humans, so they get the bonus on them. Like you said with the gnomes, how often are we going to be fighting giants? Sometimes you, you can go through a whole campaign without seeing any. I think it's much rarer to go through a whole campaign without seeing humans. And I think if I may be so uh, – if I presume, I think in most campaigns, humans are predominant. And so you're really going to see them a lot. This would be a good race to have a whole party of this one race. You could tell a very different story sure. with a race of, a party of all stricks than other races. Mm -hmm. I am a little bit scared about uh, what this would do to my players. Like, I don't want to incentivize my players towards xenophobia at any time. I've had some bad experience where players like, I think it'd be cool to be racist against elves just because I think that'd be interesting. While that comes from an innocent place, gameplay-wise, it didn't turn into anything very interesting. Actually kind of harmed the game a little bit. Now, you know... They were it was a, they were a young player. I was a young GM. I understand that, but I still think it can be a difficult thing. I don't really ever want to incentivize my players, especially inexperienced players who might just go like, "Ooh, fly speed! I want this," uh, to to do something like that. Mm. But aside from that, they look cool, and I think they definitely work as for what they're going for the flying race. Uh, do they cut out for themselves in these just these two pages something different than every other race? Did they give them an identity? Yeah, but not a strong enough one, I feel. I, I would say they did cut out an identity. I just don't think it's a very interesting identity. But I'm definitely not going, I might as well play Durgar. No, it's very different. <laughs> All right, next, Christian, is the Suli. The Sulis, this is a race about genies. Now, we kind of mentioned genies every time we went over the elemental races, and I know nothing about how they have genies in Pathfinder. I've used one genie in all of my campaigns, and he was an unge undead genie. He was a gull. So I'm just, I'm not super familiar with them so this will be all new to me i'm sorry did i say genie i mean jan excuse me i thought it was Ginny. don't mess with me christian because i can't i can't argue with you on this one i have to just take what you say and believe it thank you all for listening class is dismissed pathfinder academy is part of the trailblazer network for other great pathfinder podcasts visit our site 
tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just playing some role-playing games. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can listen to Trailblazers on this very feed. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, grab some dice, and join us. Alright Christian, you come across an obviously important character to the plot, what do you do? I immediately shoot him in the face. Ugh, Christian. Hey, Brian, you want to play role-playing games tonight? I can't. My body's trapped in this strange membrane. Wow, should I take you to a doctor? Nah, it feels really good. Just put my earbuds in. No, that's just wrong. But here at Tales from the Lich, we're all right. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com <sighs> That's just wrong.